Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton, and here we are choosing to be happy, choosing to make progress towards our goals, choosing to do our best each day, and accepting that our best each day can and will look different. I'm so glad that you are here, and today we're going to talk about what's hard and how to make it not so hard. The other day, I asked my Fat Loss Fast Track veterans, these are folks who have been through more than one Fat Loss Fast Track with me, and when they've been through more than one, we don't focus on the basics. We sort of go beyond that, and we focus primarily on mindset, consistency, motivation, problem solving. So I asked them to tell me where in their journey to improving their health, improving their body composition, gaining control of their relationship with food, where they feel strong, and where they are struggling. And one of the most common areas of struggle was the evenings. And I think this is true for most of us, and it makes a lot of sense if we look at why the evenings are hard. It's not that we suck. It's not that we have no motivation. I mean, let's think about it logically instead of emotionally, okay? We tend to be more tired in the evening. We often have more energy in the morning. There's also more downtime in the evenings, which means more opportunities to eat because we're at home and we're not rushing around like we often are in the morning. And many of us eat in front of the television or the computer and there's more screen time at night than there is earlier in the day. Plus, when we practice, you know, all of our beginnings, the beginning of every new initiative, whether it's a diet or a Whole30 or a 21-day sugar detox or an all right, enough of this, pull yourself together, let's go, let's start again. When we do that, all of our hundreds and thousands of starts, well, we start at the beginning of the day. So we have a lot more practice improving the first part of the day and not as much practice improving the end of the day. It's not that we're unskilled or unmotivated. It's that we are unpracticed, right? We often leave the end of the day to chance, whereas our mornings are more structured. And they're often more structured because they have to be, because we have to get ourselves out the door, and we often have to get kids out the door, and we're on our way to work, and we're juggling a million things. Our mornings are naturally more structured. And then lastly... Guys, we just haven't built trust in ourselves. Many, many, many times we've set intentions for the night and we've blown them off because we don't feel like it or we're tired or something else comes up. We have to rebuild or sometimes establish for the first time that trust in ourselves. And that takes time and consistent practice and dedication, right? Either you want to do this work or you want to think about the work and wish for the work but not do it. And there's no right or wrong, 
But if you really want to do the work, it takes that time. It takes that consistent practice and dedication to rebuild trust in ourselves and have as much practice in the evenings as we do in the mornings. It's again, not that we're unskilled, but we are unpracticed, right? Maybe you've had such a pattern of making choices that aren't aligned with your goals at night that you've broken so many promises to yourself, you just approach the night with a defeatist attitude more than you do in the morning where you're sort of like, all right, we've got this. I'm going to make it a great day. So it's a matter of practice. There's lots of reasons, legitimate reasons for the evenings to be more challenging than the mornings. But if we look for the reasons why they're hard, there'll always be a bazillion reasons. Today, we're going to look for ways to improve because there are so many of them. And it's not about perfection. I am not asking, suggesting, recommending, or implying that you should go from where you are now to this, you know, perfect evening. Even if your mornings you feel like are pretty perfect, don't set the expectation that your evenings will be. Perfection is not the goal. We're going after progress because progress leads to improvements and that's what we want, right? You're not going to go from train wreck nights to perfect nights. So drop that expectation right now because it's not going to help you. Set the expectation of two things, increased awareness and incremental progress. Paying more attention to what you do and why, really being there instead of mindlessly going through the nights and then feeling awful about it later. Increased awareness and incremental progress, gradually implementing what represents an improvement for you. Two key words there, guys. Gradually. It's not an all or nothing proposition. You might want to repeat that a few times. It's not an all or nothing proposition. Gradually implementing what represents an improvement for you. Not an about face, not 180 degree change, an improvement for you. So your incremental improvement in the evening is going to look different than mine, and it should. Don't judge your evening choices based off somebody else's, because that somebody else ain't got nothing to do with you. So let's talk about the options that you have, the strategies that you can practice for improving your evening eating choices and turning the time of day that might be the most challenging to you to really just sort of an effortless time of day that you feel good about all the time. Number one, and this is not going to come as any surprise, stop telling yourself you can't do it, right? Stop telling yourself that this is the time of day that just gets you. It's your witching hour. You've got to stop arguing for your limitations. When you say, I'm great all day, but I blow it at night. Remember guys, those are descriptive words, but they're also prescriptive words. Your subconscious is listening and takes that as an instruction. So there's no wonder that you fall into that pattern. You're telling yourself, you're prescribing it to yourself. You're instructing your brain that you're great all day and you're terrible at night. Enough. Reframe your language. Never say anything that you don't want to be your pattern of behavior. Don't say, I blow it at night, I'm a train wreck at night, the wheels fall off the bus. Like, no, that's not helpful. Reframe your language. I'm looking for opportunities to improve. Every day, I'm making better choices. I'm in control of my choices. And I always have opportunities to improve and I'm looking for them. I'm paying attention to them. I'm more aware of the choices I make at night and how they make me feel. I'm not telling you to be Pollyanna. I'm not telling you to say, 
every night I make amazing choices. No, not at all. But when you say every night's a disaster, I'm a train wreck at night, I go out of control, once I start, I can't stop, those are instructions, okay? Reframe your language. I'm in control. I'm making improvements. I'm looking for opportunities to implement an incremental improvement for me. And I know that some of those negative thoughts have happened so often, you've chosen them so often, you've followed them so often, you've thought them and you've said them over and over that they almost feel automatic. And a huge part of being more aware, of noticing them more so that you can redirect them more instead of just like, I can't stop it. I don't want you to let your thoughts rule the roost, right? I want you to be able to catch yourself in these moments. And the way to do that, a way to practice that, a way to improve there is to really notice when you're not in the moment, when you're perseverating on either something that already happened in the past or you're fixating on something that hasn't yet happened in the future, right? Whether you're worrying about tomorrow or you're thinking about your vacation next month or whatever it is, bring yourself back to what's happening right now. This is all there is, guys. Like, yes, the past exists, it happened, but we can't do anything about it. And the future isn't here yet, so we can't do anything about it. The only time we can influence anything, make a change, is right now. So we have to be aware of when our minds are drifting behind us or ahead of us and just bring it back. Where am I right now? What am I doing right now? Because we waste so much time and energy. We miss out on so much of life because we're spending our mental energy and placing our focus on what's ahead or behind. Be here now. The more you practice that redirection, the more aware you will become of what you're thinking about or saying or feeling. And then you can stop those negative prescriptive thoughts of, I'm out of control, I'm awful, I can't do this, this is hard, to, hey, I'm consciously making the best choice I can. I'm more aware of what I'm doing and why I'm paying attention. That is such a different thought than I'm a train wreck or I make perfect choices. Like don't lie to yourself, but also don't prescribe a pattern of behavior that you don't want to continue. That's just crazy. You don't have to say I'm out of control. You can say, hey, my past is not my present unless I consciously make those same choices and I don't have to do that. I'm in control of my choices. I don't want to repeat the past, so for today, I choose not to. I don't want to repeat the past, so for today, I choose not to. Your history is not your destiny. The only way that you're bound to repeat the patterns of your past is if you choose them actively today and you are in control of your choices, but you've got to start telling yourself that and telling yourself more often, I'm in control of my choices. No matter how I feel, no matter who pushes what food on me when, no matter what's in the house or what's not in the house, no matter what happened in my day, I'm still in control of my choices. And every day I'm looking for opportunities to improve, period, the end. The second thing I want you to practice is building back trust in yourself. This is not optional. If you want to follow through on the decisions you make, you've got to practice doing just that. How many times have we said, I'm going to make this improvement and then we talk ourselves out of it. I am going to implement this strategy to move towards my goals and then we lose motivation and we don't do it. We get to a point where we just don't trust the commitments we make to ourselves and we can fix it. 
we can fix it by being mindful of the little things we say we'll do and doing them. Capitalize on the little things to practice building back trust. If you say at work, after lunch, I'm going to start working on that project. Well, then don't come back for lunch and spend your time on Facebook or responding to emails. That is an opportunity to build back trust and keep the promises you make to yourself. Take advantage of the little ways that you can do that. Don't say, oh, on the next commercial, I'm going to take the trash out and then decide you'll do it in the morning. No, it's not about when the trash goes out. It's about building back trust. And when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. If you decide I'm going to go to the gym after work, see that as an opportunity to either build trust or erode trust. It's not about whether you go to the gym after work or whether you go to the gym after dinner or whether you make it up in the morning. It's about when I say I'm going to do something, I follow through on that because it matters to me that I trust myself and I've done so much damage to that relationship over time that I have to capitalize on these things, right? Be careful of the commitments you make to yourself because you are in training to keep them. If you told your spouse that you'd pick up the kids after school and then you decide, oh, you know what? There's a sale at Marshall's, so I'm going to go to that instead. And you do that time after time after time. They don't trust you. They don't believe you, right? And that would really damage the relationship. And we do this to ourselves every single day. Every time we say, I'm going to do this, whether it's work on a project at work, whether it's take out the trash, empty the dishwasher, fold the load of laundry, go to the gym, make a fat loss friendly dinner, get to bed by a certain time. These are all chances to either build trust or break trust, right? You are in training to repair this relationship with yourself. Follow through in the little ways. If you say you're going to clean up after dinner, don't argue for why it can be done later. This is an opportunity to build trust or break trust. You can also deliberately challenge yourself. Tonight, I'm making one promise to myself and I will keep it. Tonight, I will clean up the kitchen right after dinner, then do it. Tonight, I will go for a 15-minute walk right after work, then do it. Tonight, I will turn off the TV at 9.30 p.m., then do it. No negotiations. This relationship repair is on the most important relationship of your life, the one with yourself. And remember that the goal here is not perfection, but it's consistent, gradual progress. Do you expect your progress at your job to be perfect? Do you expect that every project you go on or you undertake at work is going to go perfectly? Of course not. Focus on improvements. That's the other area where we can really practice making our evenings easier. You have to change your paradigm here. Instead of being so terribly critical of your choices at night, so negative about it, so defeatist, Oh my gosh, why do I do this? What's wrong with me? My nights are awful. I do so well all day and then I blow it at night. No, no, no. Choose to focus on improvements. Be an investigator. Focus on, hey, what represents an improvement for me? Search for potential improvements. Instead of being down on yourself, say, hey, I bet this is one of those things. This is one of those opportunities for improvement. Seek them out. Be excited about them instead of being so like, Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Why do I do this? Instead say, hey, how can I make this just a little bit better than it was yesterday? I don't have to be perfect here, but what would be an improvement for me, right? As crazy as it sounds, 
when I was first starting out, if I bought a pint of ice cream, ice cream was like my jam, right? I would scoop out a quarter of the pint and put it down the garbage disposal because eating three quarters of the pint was an improvement for me. Now, it doesn't mean it's an improvement for results. I wasn't necessarily gonna lose weight with that strategy, but I might gain less weight than I would have otherwise. And more than that, it was about training myself to always be asking, hey, how can I make this a little bit better? How can I make this a bit of an improvement for me? For me, instead of, oh my God, I suck, what's wrong with me? I ate the ice cream. Why did I even buy this? I'm awful. No, 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 no. Guys, this is one of those opportunities for improvement. How can I take advantage of it, right? Maybe at night you indulge multiple times. Maybe you have chocolate and ice cream or chocolate and crackers. How about you just pick one, right? Maybe you do wine and some type of treat. Do one or the other. Maybe you go back into the kitchen repeatedly for snacks. Well, maybe an improvement for you is setting a plate and practicing whatever you put on that plate is it. You're just in the practice of not going back in for more. Maybe you're in the habit of standing up eating in the pantry and you say an improvement would really be to sit down and enjoy this instead of rushing through it. We have this tendency to overestimate what we can or should do in a day and then underestimate the value of incremental progress over, say, a period of a month or three months, or a year. So don't think of it as this all or nothing, oh my God, I screwed myself because I had this thing. No, 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 what's an incremental progress? Because that will add up over the period of a month, or three months, or a year. Don't write it off because it's not perfect, that's crazy. That's crazy, small improvements build up to massive change. So embrace those small improvements. And lastly, I want you to really practice deciding that no matter what you finish strong, no matter what happened in the day, no matter what happened in the night, we don't throw out the day. We don't discount the day because it wasn't perfect. We finish strong. Practice that. And a huge part of it is letting go of negativity and lies, letting go of the mindset of I suck, screw it, it doesn't matter, I already blew it up, I've already made terrible choices. It does matter. Never tell yourself again that it doesn't matter because everything you do matters. Everything you say matters. There's nothing you can say or do in any area of your life that doesn't matter. It all matters. So decide that you're not going to tell yourself that anymore. And no matter what happened in the day, every single day brings a chance. Remember, I say all the time, every choice is a chance. Every day, no matter what day it is, where you are, what choices you made, what your goal is, every day delivers you an opportunity to practice finishing strong. That might be the last five minutes of the day. It might be the last five hours of the day. It might be the last 50 minutes of the day, but it doesn't matter. I finish strong. Maybe you finish with an early bedtime. You finish by showering and moisturizing your face and brushing your hair and brushing your teeth and flossing and just really feeling like you ended with a little bit of extra self-care. Maybe you finish the day by preparing tomorrow's fat loss friendly breakfast. It doesn't matter how you finish the day, finish the day strong, right? It doesn't matter what that means to you or how long that lasted, but decide I finish the day strong no matter what. And I will no longer for any reason, any time, tell myself this story that the choice doesn't matter. From this point forward, when I catch myself thinking it doesn't matter, I will redirect to, yes, it does. Yes, it does. Every choice matters. And here I have an opportunity to practice finishing strong. 
How can I do that today? What does that look like today? Maybe it's sitting down with a cup of hot tea. Maybe it's having a glass of water before I go to bed. Maybe it's doing 20 body weight squats before I hop in the shower. Maybe it's writing out my goals for tomorrow, but it does matter. I matter. Every choice I make has a consequence. It doesn't have to be perfect, but at a minimum, I'm not going to tell myself that it doesn't matter because it does. And I am going to be someone who finishes strong, who finishes with an attitude of hope, with an attitude of progress, with an attitude of looking for how I can make things better in my life. They don't have to be perfect. They never will. That's not the goal. But I search for opportunities to make a tiny bit of progress. No matter how tiny, there's no small progress that's too small to not count because everything counts. Everything counts. So let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday. My breakfast was so good, I gotta tell you about it. I had something that was new to me. I got some sausage at the grocery store that was rabbit, pork, and ginger. No sugar, the ginger was really strong and really good. It was amazing. So I had a couple of links of that sausage with some eggs. And then I had leftover sausage later because it was so good and it was in the fridge and I just had to eat it because it was tasty. So I had that with some coconut butter on a spoon. Then bone broth uh, from the farmer's market that I just add chili powder and salt to. And dinner was leftover spaghetti squash with chicken thighs and sauteed onions. Because I'm on an onion kick, I think because I can't eat garlic anymore. Um, I'm just taking advantage of onions, even though they're totally different. I know they are. Anyway, I'm looking forward to seeing the improvements you make in your evenings because as many reasons as there are that the evenings are hard, there's tons of opportunities to make them incrementally better. Have an awesome day, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Are you ready to move beyond listening and learning and really change your life? Really live into your highest potential instead of just wishing for it and hoping something clicks? I want to do that with you. And that's why this fall, I'm hosting the first ever Primal Potential Women's Transformation Weekend, Ascend, in downtown Nashville, Tennessee, November 3rd through the 5th. It will be a small group, but you can get your ticket and learn all the details at primalpotential.com forward slash ascend or by listening to episode 203 of the Primal Potential podcast. Here's what I know. Ascend will change your life, and I would love to have you join me. See you this fall. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.